Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich or Miss, episode 105. Hey, Richards, it's so great you are here today again with me. Today, we're starting a new project to help you entrepreneurs get the actionable steps that would allow you to reach your entrepreneurial business success. In the coming month, I will talk with my guests on this podcast and I will write in the blog and in my emails about the different steps needed to go from an idea to finding the biggest market opportunity for your business, to choose your business model and how to brand your product or service, how to set goals, how to create the marketing and sales plan that will reach these goals, how to launch if you haven't launched yet, and especially how to execute all this together in order to reach ongoing paying customers and business growth. We will soon have more details for you. But in the meantime, enjoy this fantastic interview where I talk with Diana Heisem exactly about how she built her successful entrepreneurial business. Diana Heisem Growing up in a rural community in Saskatchewan, Canada, Diana had an introduction to the entrepreneurial lifestyle at a very young age. With over 20 years of experience in sales and marketing in both the private and public sector, she attributes her upbringing to many of her life successes as it has been hands-on experience and an intuitive drive that guided her into her current role as owner and creative director of TAG Concepts. Her company, TAG, focuses on working with clients that are seeking authentic branding for themselves or their companies. Diana Haysom, hi! It's so great to be here. How are you? I'm excellent, Hayut. Thank you so much for asking and for having me. Oh, it's a great pleasure to have you. It's an honor and I'm so happy. Actually, I would like to tell my listeners that we first met at the social media marketing world and I'm so excited towards our conversation. So happy to have you here. Thank you. It's what I call uh, universal blessings. I thought you sitting beside me was one of those universal blessings that I was just really thrilled to have been given the opportunity to connect with you in that way. So this is exciting. It is. I just shared with my listeners what you've done until now. And I would like to ask you to share with us what are you doing and most passionate about today? And where are you heading? Well, with my company, uh, with TAG, we are extremely excited about helping our clients learn who they are. But in the same time, I'm really passionate about bringing people together that are really great at what they do 
and giving them the opportunity to continue to expand on those strengths so that they become even better. I guess it's the collaboration that I appreciate. So I do that with our clients and I'm doing that within TAG uh, with our, what I call our co-work company. So mainly bringing in these industry experts, honing in on their amazing skills that they have, um, so their strengths, yeah. and then giving the, them the opportunity to continue to thrive with those strengths. And how did it all come together? I mean, where did it come from? What was your background before? And how did you decide what you are going to do, what you want to do, and how you want to do it with your customers? Yeah, well, I think like many small business journeys, um, I'd love to say that I all saw, you know, five years ago exactly what TAG was going to look like. And I had a plan and a roadmap and I've been working towards it. But it, it started a bit accidentally. I owned or I was a partner in a different business, um, a technology business. And I guess you could say that I realized the values of myself compared to my other partner, they just they weren't in a line. And so I realized that I needed to step away from that business and do something different. Okay. And over the past 20 years, I've always been in the marketing in industry okay. and decided that I wanted to continue um, and build off of my experiences and find a way to help other businesses. What is the unique point that you are really thriving in or that really is special about what you can help businesses with? What are you focused on in giving your businesses, which is unique to your skills? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the businesses we work with, we are really focused on ensuring we create an authentic brand to provide their, their clients an authentic experience. Um, I believe that social media over the years have changed some businesses' approach to how they do things, sure. but sometimes they move away from being authentic in their approach. Oh, uh, and I believe that over the next five years, and, and we heard this uh, at Social Media Marketing World when we were there, that that's what it, clients are looking for or, or customers are looking for. Definitely. They want to understand who you truly are. So for me, that excites me because that's what I believe in. And that's what we have worked really hard within our organization to do for our clients is to ensure that they stand out and that people truly understand who they are and that they can be comfortable being that business and living by those value systems that they believe in um, because they will resonate with the clients that they want to connect with. So I would say that's what we really focus on and what we truly are passionate about. I love that because, first of all, because I didn't hear it that way. And you're saying that each business to find their unique point to what they really are and be themselves with their customers, isn't it? Yes, yes. And I love it so much because it's all about this humanity that Mark Schaefer talks about being human and the most human company will win. 
because you can only be human when you are yourself and you represent yourself, isn't it? Absolutely. I talk about um, an experience that I had about three years ago where after I had left that previous business I was a part of, I really felt like I needed to find myself again uh, yeah. because there were just some experiences during that time that they had changed me and taken me away from um, who I believed I was. And I started working with a coach who helped me connect to my own value system, my personal value system. Sure. And once I connected to that personal value system, I started to realize how my personal value system applied to my business and how I worked with clients and how I worked with my team and who the clients were that I wanted to attract into my business. Because... We are all better when we're working with our tribe. And our tribe is not only our team or our circle of friends, but it is the clients we work with. When we can connect with individuals that our value systems are similar, um, we will gain more from the, the experience. So I truly believe that to be authentic, we have to understand our value system And then we need to believe it and know that that value system will resonate with those individuals that you're trying to connect with. I absolutely agree. And I want to um, ask you, since this is the first podcast that we are going to talk about the online course that is about to come, and it's all about doing these steps towards entrepreneurial business success, I would like to ask you, If you can just describe what was your way, what was your journey since you decided to build something of your own? Because you already started to tell us that the first thing that you did is understand exactly what you've got and what you want to give and who you are in order to find out who should you work with and what should you give them, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. My journey was a bit unique, but I think it's similar to so many other entrepreneur journeys. In my case, I, I started my business knowing that I needed to just try and find clients that would believe in the work I could provide them. And sure. it's that whole, if they know you, like you, trust you, they'll work with you. So initially, it was individuals that already knew me, liked me, and trusted me. that I was given the true blessing to be able to create brands and create strategies for them to help them stand out. So initially it was working with those, that trusted circle that already had a sense of what I could do. And I will never forget the day when I realized my trusted circle was expanding to people that I didn't already know. Wow. Hmm. That I did not already have an experience with But they knew someone that obviously knew me, liked me, trusted me, and I was becoming someone that was being referred. And once I started to realize that and, and got over the, the, the emotion of it, because when you're a new mm. business owner, that can become emotional. And, of course. And it's a wonderful experience, I guess. It is. It is. It is. It's when the magic is starting to work, isn't it? That's right. It's, it's when you start to sparkle is one of the yeah. words I like to use. To shine, uh, yeah. Yes. That's when I knew that 
we were on to something and that it was time to start thinking about how we could grow our team and bring in individuals to our team that believed in the things that I believed in because the things that I believed in obviously resonated with these new individuals that were coming because they were being referred by my trusted circle. Hmm. So then it was time to grow. It was time to find team members that could add value to my clients, but also add value to myself as a business owner. I want people that can push me and can teach me and can enjoy our, that we can enjoy each other's company because in our industry, in everybody's business, you have to love what you do and you will love it so much more when you have the right people around you. So that sure. truly was that next step of finding the right people. And what did you do next? I mean, first of all, you worked with clients that knew you and then it started to like spread out and new customers came. Did you do also things in order to introduce yourself to new target audience or to new potential customers? Yeah, I am very much a relationship-based marketer. Yeah. So I was the person out there connecting at various events where my potential customers could be, which is great for me because I love to network. I have no problems chatting it up with various individuals and enjoying a good laugh here and there. Hmm. So, but then social media is an extension of relationship marketing where sure. you have the ability to connect with various individuals and truly show your personality through social media. Um, it goes back to, I guess, our personal branding. So I definitely utilize both the in-person networking opportunities that were presented as well as networking through social media, both on my own personal page and through our TAGS business page. Both of those is, would be what I was utilizing to connect with that new group of customers that did not already know me, but that I wanted to connect with. What platforms of social media do you use or did you use at the beginning and do you use today? Mm-hmm. Well, as a marketer, people would expect us to be on almost everything, right? But I have my favorites. LinkedIn is definitely one of my favorite tools that I have. I enjoy the professional side. So that was one of the tools yeah. I was utilizing because uh, I could connect with individuals that had worked with me in the past and I could find new individuals in various ways, whether it was for potential clients, but also for potential mentors that could help me in my industry or hmm. help my clients as well. Cause I am a connector and I, you know, I use the term matchmaker a lot for myself because I love hmm. to find those matches and, uh, and find that perfect marriage that hopefully never ends in divorce and, and they just love each other forever. Right. Um, so LinkedIn, right. Um, I, I have a true love for Instagram because I just feel like Instagram is a positive space. You know, Facebook at times can become just a little bit too uh, negative for my liking. So Instagram yeah. was another space that I could allow my brand to show through because I enjoy being around positive people. 
and Instagram gave me opportunity to be there. But I am on Twitter and I am on Facebook. I just use each platform for a different purpose because not every platform needs to be utilized in the same way. Of course, and it makes sense because actually the customers that you talked about, those individuals that build in their businesses, they are, first of all, in LinkedIn. This is exactly the place to be. So uh, I think putting it as your first tool is the right thing and then using the other tools just, you know, to back up and to show other sides of the company. So I think it's the right thing. And, you know, we are talking to entrepreneurs. We are all about customers because I do believe that marketing is all about looking at things from the customer's point of view. Mm-hmm. Once we understand that everything is happening, once we understand how they see things, we are able to talk with them. And then we have to understand with them how their customers are looking at things. And then we're finding the language. So I would like to ask you, what would be your best advice to other entrepreneurs regarding customer-focused marketing and sales? Well, first thing that comes to mind is, is be a solution for the customer. Often the customer is out there with some sort of problem or some question that they have in mind. And if you can be that trusted advisor providing them a solution, you instantly gain trust with that individual. So thinking about what your clients or your prospective clients may be asking themselves and then Putting yeah. that out there, not in a salesy way, because I don't believe in that approach, um, more from a relationship-based point of view, so that you sure. have an opportunity to engage further. So I guess by thinking of the solution that clients are going to need and helping them understand how you could potentially be a part of that solution by furthering the discussion, that, mm-hmm. that's one of the tools I would say are, is important to consider. Yeah, I love that. I really love the story that comes to life when you're talking about what you are unique in and you talked about being authentic on one way and then work with relationships or putting some emphasis on relationships marketing uh-huh. and on that also bringing the solutions and using these relationships to help them to um, succeed. So I love that. And I know you've got successes. You just uh, celebrate one of them today earlier uh, of expanding. But I want to ask you, before we will talk about the successes, I would like to ask you, what was your biggest, most critical failure with customers? The one that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most, or one of those. Can you share that with us? Um, I would say probably my largest failure was not trusting my instinct with clients. Mm. Sometimes as small business owners or just as human beings, it can be scary to not trust your instinct, especially when you're a new business. Clients are coming to you and you want to make sure that you have enough money to, you know, pad your bank account or pay your bills, um, you know, make sure that your, your children can be in the activities you want them to be. 
And so at times we ignore those instincts that maybe tell you this isn't the right client for you. Maybe someone else can serve them better. Mm. And so at the beginning of TAG, I would I took on some clients that my instincts told me I shouldn't, but I still did. Hmm. And I truly do believe that is a failure on my part. I sh- should have said no, and I didn't. Hmm. First of all, I know that for myself, and I guess most of us have experienced that, but I think it's so interesting that you're saying that because really it's like a battle with ourselves. Suddenly, as entrepreneurs, we have to worry about so many new things like the cash, and suddenly everything is more complicated than working for a company or being an employee, isn't it? It, it is. And often you're not giving the results that you want to provide. And it's, sometimes it's not that you can't. It's just you're not the right fit. And our instincts often tell us that. That's right. And so when we get to the point that we can just trust our instincts and say no and know that there's someone else out there that can provide that service for that client yeah. and that it'll be a better relationship that's when we start to see greater successes because everyone wins when they know they're in the right place. I agree so much. I just listened to the Marketing Companion, the podcast of Mark Schaefer, and he talked about exactly about what you're talking about now. He said, when I know that I shouldn't do something and I know what my instincts are telling me, And I keep ignoring that. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's exactly what you're talking about. You know, I, we hear it time and time again. We, we know this, that little, the spidey sense, people will call it, or at least in North America, um, your spidey sense starts to tingle. We need to listen to that and, and not discount it because it will provide more value for everyone involved. And it's, it's hard, but it's so worthwhile at the end of the day when we allow ourselves to just trust those instincts. Hmm, that's correct. And now I would like to hear the story of your greatest, most significant success as a result of the right customer focus or something you did right about approaching your customers. Yeah. So actually, there's a few stories that, that come to mind, but there was one that just recently this customer shared a review, and the review stated all of the things that I, I strive for with our clients. And so I sometimes joke with my clients that I feel a little bit like a counselor, which is why I have a couch in my consult room for clients, <laughs> because to ensure I create an authentic experience for them, And an authentic brand and to ensure I get the most out of them to bring back to my amazing team so that they can design things out and build out strategies I'm sometimes digging really deep with those individuals and uh, and there can be tears at times for those people mm-hmm. um, but that's when we get to the really good stuff right when things <laughs> get raw uh, and so this particular client, had went through many struggles, the same as I have, the same as you have, I'm sure so many of your listeners, where you almost feel like you're not in the right place anymore. And, 
and you don't know if you believe in yourself anymore. Hmm. And I provided her some insight to make her realize she wasn't alone and that I myself have went through some of those same struggles and and uh, some of that self-sabotaging, I guess we could say. So we, we worked together to get past that. And then we presented a new brand to her. And in that brand concept, that day, it was like I just saw a huge weight being lifted off of her shoulders. And hmm. she suddenly saw herself the same way I saw her and the same way so many other individuals see her. And again, there were tears, but this time they were different tears. So those were mm. happy tears because she finally knew who she was and where her business could go. That is a success. It is. Showing Definitely. someone their authentic self before they realize who they are. That's what drives me. And that's what excites me. And that's what excites my team. That is a success. It is, and it's beautiful. You know, so many people are talking about being authentic and how much it's important, but you actually talking about this way of finding who you truly are that allowing you to be better or to find the best way to serve your customers, and you're really using it, not just as a word that sounds good, but as a process that you are going through with your customers. Yeah. Yeah, and hmm. it, it's, uh, it's beautiful when your instincts are validated, right? Right. So I say that I'm not big on focus groups. I'm, uh, I'm not someone that is going to read a lot of research. I love reading books, but I'm not necessarily going to focus a lot on research. It's been all instinctual for why I believe it's so important to just brand ourselves to be authentic. But now to go to conferences and hear these brilliant speakers talking about the importance of telling our story and right. living who we are in what we do, I sit back and I just smile knowing that sure. I, I believe in that so much. And I know that that's what's going to bring my clients the greatest success. So I can now validate it and not just say, well... My instincts are telling me we should do this. I can say sure. people across the world are recognizing that this is what will advance them. And I believe that if you are someone that can live this authentic life, not only personally, but professionally and in your business, these are the businesses that in 15 years we will see thrive. Um, hmm. They're the businesses that it's, it's just going to be greater successes for them in the long run. That's beautiful. And I want to ask you, can you recommend the best, most effective technological or digital tool that's related to customer focus, marketing, or sales? However, I'm not looking for the newest, shiniest, uh, last new tool uh, in the endless list. What I'm looking for is a tool that you use uh, the most or that really helps you to succeed in what you are doing? What would be the tool that you are really using and can recommend our listeners to use as well? Well, I feel like after 
for over a hundred podcasts that you've had the pleasure of doing. This one has probably come <laughs> up, and I and I haven't listened to all a hundred, but I have listened to many. Um, our favorite tool that we use, and it's a free tool, or at least right now it is, um, is Trello. You've probably heard of Trello. Sure, to manage your tasks, isn't it? Yes. The reason I appreciate it is. We are all bombarded by a lot of different um, platforms every day. So no matter who you are or, or what you do, we have uh, phones that people are texting us. We probably have Facebook Messenger, plus we have Facebook, plus we may have Instagram, we have email, we likely have a CRM within our company that we're using. And so there's all these notifications and all these things coming at us. And the reason I chose Trello for both our team, but also for our client communications was it's one platform that I can invite people to put information in um, so that we're not having to go back into our emails and try and find it there. Or did they send that to us through a text message? Or maybe that was on Facebook that they dropped it. It just streamlines the communications for all involved. And so it is my favorite tool that we use. And I know 100% that if my team is listening to this, they will say we could do it even better. And I agree, hmm. we can always get better. But it is the one that I see the greatest use for and the most opportunity with. I love this uh, recommendation. First of all, because uh, nobody talked about it before and it is a great tool. We are using it with some of our providers as well. So I love that. And we'll put the link to Trello, of course, Excellent. in the show notes of this uh, interview. You know, there are many factors that, that actually contribute to one's success. A lot of things can be part or can affect us in our journey. However, I do believe that each one of us has their one factor that really works for them best, that really made it for them. And I want to ask you, what is your key success factor? I think, I think I would say I look for people that love doing what they do, because then that means that that's their strength. And I bring them together so that we can collaborate and I can focus on the things that perhaps they don't enjoy as much and they can continue to focus on the things that they are really strong at because I believe that if we have the ability to do what we love we will continue to get better at it because we just love it so much and we won't want to leave and in today's mm -hmm. world when uh, in the business world turnover is a is a common discussion Um, how do we prevent turnover? How can we help retain employees longer? Because the, you know, the training new employees takes a lot of time, energy, and it costs a lot as well. A lot. So I truly believe with TAG, my ability to find those people that love what they do and try and create an experience within TAG that offers them the opportunity to just get even better at that task and know that they have this team of people that want to help them get better. And so we use these, uh, we call them our five principles that we actually found from the book, Big Magic. I don't know if you've read that book. 
No, I um, haven't actually. Okay, I, I encourage you and your listeners to uh, pick that book up. It's written by Elizabeth Gilbert, and and she's the author from Eat, Pray, Love. And in there, is it okay if I read the excerpt that kind of communicates it? Sure, please do. I actually always read the, this to my clients as well because it's so important to my team and myself. It said, if money were the only thing people needed in order to live creative lives, then the mega rich would be the most imaginative, generative, and original thinkers among us. And they simply are not. The essential <laughs> ingredients for creativity remain exactly the same for everybody. Courage, enchantment, permission, persistence, and trust. And those elements are universally accessible. So when I'm looking for these individuals that are phenomenal at what they do, I then make sure that they know that those five items, courage, enchantment, permission, persistence, and trust, those are the values that we are going to work on together so that all of us have the most positive experience when we're together in our office space or when we're working with our clients. I love it so much. First of all, thank you because it's a great quote and I think it uh, encourages anyone of us to think And to make sure that we have that, isn't it? Yes, yes. So I contribute, I, you know what? I contribute Elizabeth Gilbert, I guess, <laughs> to some of my success <laughs> because that book, this book of Big Magic reminded me um, how important it was for me to live my creative life without fear because yeah. I, uh, I would tell people I felt like I had lost my sparkle after my previous business partnership. Um, yeah. And that's why that jumped out at me, because when those five things are not a part of your relationships, whether it's with your staff, your clients, um, your, your family members, um, you suddenly stop being creative. You suddenly stop being you. And then you're no longer living that authentic life. Hmm. And now my... Um... Final question before asking you for the best way to connect with you. My final question is my mountain question. Yeah. And as I always say, I, for years, I've been imagining this journey in the mind of the customers. You know, Aris said that uh, actually marketing is a battle on perception in the mind of our customers. So this uh, journey of creating this trust, you know, there's no like and trust that you talked about, and then building the brand within the perception of our customers, I always imagine that as climbing a mountain step after step after step, and we want to conclude this uh, space of uh, what the customer feels towards us and us, I mean, the product, of course, or the service. And since then, I started to ask my guests whether they ever climbed a mountain or wish to climb a mountain or have any plans on climbing mountains. In other words, I'm asking you, do you have any relationships with mountains at all? Well, I live in Western Canada, so we are blessed with the Rocky Mountains. Um, so I do, right. I do have uh, great experiences. in the mountains just from uh, snowboarding there and enjoying hikes and, and runs within the mountains. Um, but I've never climbed one. Uh, 
nor will I ever, <laughs> because I'm I'm a bit of a chicken, um, and uh, and uh, my strategic brain starts to analyze all of the things that could come go wrong if I if I climb a mountain. Um, but when I was reading your question and thinking about you know those mountains that we need to climb, and as entrepreneurs, yeah. the mountains that we need to climb. Um, the yeah. one thing that came to mind with me, and, and it's answering the question in a different way, but um, I truly believe, and this goes back to the authentic lifestyle, um, one of the biggest mountains we can climb as human beings is learning to love who we are. So that self-love, it's, uh, it's a massive mountain. Um, and there's a lot hmm. of um, slippery spots along the way that take you <laughs> down a little bit and then you hike up a bit more and then suddenly you can go back a bit. And I think if we can find a way to get in touch with ourselves, so it goes back to you know my point of no understanding your personal value system and recognizing that can apply in your business and it should apply to ensure that you can be authentic in what you do. Um, that mm can help you scale that mountain um, to the point that you can get closer and closer to the top, the more you remind yourself that it is okay to be you and not everyone's going to love us, but know who you're trying to connect with, know who you want your tribe to be and continue to focus on that tribe. Hmm. I love your mountain, I must say. And, uh, I can definitely see all of us climbing our own mountains like you were talking about. I'm enjoying this conversation so much. And before we will say goodbye, I want to make sure that any of our listeners that will want to be in touch and connect with you will be able to do so. So what are the best ways for our listeners to connect with you? Um, well, as I mentioned earlier on, um, I do really enjoy LinkedIn. So that is an excellent tool to be able to find me. And I'm on there as Deanna Haysom. So I'm very easy to access. And our, our Instagram is always a fun place to spend time in. On that one, you can find me under tag concepts MH. So that is our, uh, our business brand. Um, but that's where you get a little bit of sense of who we work with and who our team is and our co-work space and, and the various things that we do. Um, so either of them are lovely ways of connecting, as is email. Um, I'm, I'm excellent at responding to email. And so they can always email me at deanna at tagconcepts.ca. That's great. And we will have all these links in the show notes of this interview. So anybody will be able to find you one, some way or another. Uh, and I really hope uh, they will do that. Yeah. Um, then I want to thank you so much for being here with me in this, um, in this episode, because I think I really loved what we talked about, and I think it was inspiring and unique. And your, um, your, uh, the way you are all the time looking for the authenticity, I love that. I think it gives a lot of strength to 
uh, to us as uh, as business uh, leaders because that's what we can trust isn't it ourselves and what we are good at that's right so that's right so I really loved it I really loved it and I would like to thank you so much for being my guest I like as I said earlier it truly did feel like one of those special universal blessings that uh, you were beside me at social media marketing world and so mm. I can't thank you enough for you enjoying the short conversation we had there and wanting to continue it through the podcast. So thank you. Thank you. And um, we will have everything in our show notes and I would like to say goodbye and take care. And thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, Diana. Bye. Bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.